0: This is CliffCentral.com. Future CEOs on CliffCentral.com.
1: To succeed as an entrepreneur, you need to have a thick skin. You will hear no of, uh, multiple times from different people, customers, clients, investors. Embrace a no as a sign that the opportunity may not have been the greatest of fits. Remember, no is part of the process. Don't take it personally. Words of wisdom. Welcome to future CEOs. My name is Subim Boyer Arnold. You know what? It is coming up to March and you know that March is the month of the South African woman. And boy, let me tell you, every day I'm inspired. Every day I am mentored. Every day I am motivated. Not only but what about what the entrepreneurs as women themselves do, but how they are uplifting and educating and creating access for other women. And on that wonderful opening, I think it'll only be fitting to introduce my first guest, Charlotte Duplessis, founder and director, managing director
0: of Women of Stature. Welcome to the show, Charlotte. Thank you very much for that warm welcome, Klubi. I am so honored and so humbled to be your guest today, and I look forward to an engaging conversation with you today.
1: If this is the first time anyone is listening to future CEOs, as I said in my wonderful introduction, and you'll you'll tell by the company that i keep that this show is about education it's about business tools it's about advocating and amplifying entrepreneurship and as i said we're coming up to the month of march and for south africa that is the month of women and girls especially in business in the south african landscape charlotte you have seen a lot you've done a lot tell us who you are and what you're doing in the next couple of weeks? Are uh, gearing up
0: for the great show of women of stature. Thank you. Yes, it's um, it's been a wonderful journey. You know, there's nothing more in, in that enthuses me more than to be in the company of great women. Yeah. and I've had um, an incredible journey throughout my life. I've been surrounded by a wonderful woman, starting with my my own mother, who was an incredible role model. She was a lady. She epitomized everything and all the qualities that any daughter could want to see in her own, in her mother. So she was my, my role model. Then I was surrounded by amazing sisters. Um, I was blessed with two older sisters and obviously, you know, being the youngest of three, you always used to follow their lead. And, um, I think that's been, that's been my journey. So starting off in a home where the woman was really respected and, and, you know, we were, we were always made to feel that we were something really special. My father was an incredible man. He loved my mother. He was a, an incredible businessman. And I guess that's where my entrepreneurship actually has, has come from is through the fact, mere fact that my parents were, had their own business. They were business owners. And so I was born literally into this wow. incredible family of incredible people, strong, powerful, um, wise people. And, um, and yes, I think through, through the years, my father instilled in me and my mother that, um, you know, you need to, to be the, to be the, owner of your own destiny you know so it didn't happen overnight um you you also alluded to that it's it's not an easy journey uh it's a lonely journey but um fortunately there are a lot of people around us a lot of people that can mentor us that can help us along this journey and i hope to be able to share some words of wisdom today with uh current um, entrepreneurs or potential entrepreneurs because I think we as, as, a, as a nation, we as a country, we need to embrace these opportunities and uh, we have to grow more entrepreneurs in South Africa because I think it's a worldwide trend that uh, – People need to take charge of their own destiny. I'm so glad you said worldwide trend. You know, in the beginning I said
1: March, especially for South African women, uh, for South Africans, it's all about women. It's actually March. The 8th of March is International Women's Day, which which puts us in a place of even bigger gravitas and, and bigger dreams. But yet, you know, those lessons have to be learned, no matter what stage of your entrepreneurial um, career. Charlotte, Run us through a story whereby whether you were starting out in your business as a travel in the travel industry, or uh, uh, Penny Lane Productions, just before you know the the big role that you're playing as the managing director of Woman of stature. What pitfall? What pitfalls and setbacks, or hardcore lessons you have to learn about you, your business, or just the journey itself? Well.
0: I think the first place you need to start, and Clubie, and I think this is very important, and I think there's, this is where a lot of people go wrong and I went wrong there, mm. is that you think you know it all. You think you are, you, you think you might, you may think that you're ready, but unless you have really done a lot of soul searching and a lot of research into what it is to actually start, a business. What is required? Because it's not what, what, only. What steps did you take? Well, the thing is, when I first started, I didn't take many steps at all, and therefore I had an unfortunate um, scenario where it didn't work at first, because I was basing my my knowledge or my uh, vision on a very self centered uh, aspect of it and thinking that. You know, I can go out there and I can conquer the world and people will just love me and, and they'll just buy whatever it is that I'm selling them. And, and then <laughs> the reality struck and I realized that I had gone about this totally the wrong way. I mean, when you start up a business, you have to know so much more about it than what you realize. And I think this is the biggest lesson I learned. And I mean, I stepped out at the age of 40 where I thought I was now at the right place to start a business. And I mean, 40, you'd think that I would have had a tremendous amount of experience to start a business. But the thing is that unless you have made um, made it your lifelong ambition to learn about business from an early age, you cannot just step out at a certain age of life and say, okay, well, I've worked for this company for so many years. I think I know I, it all, and I'm going to walk. Just doesn't work. Mm. It just doesn't work like mm. that, and I and I failed dismally. I failed dismally, and How it had so? well, it fa- it failed because there was no clients, there was no financial backing. Mm. I mean, I stepped out not realizing realizing the imp- the impact was going to have on me in my emotional state. Um, you know, it just it had, as I said, had a had a very bad um, result because it it did send me off into a spiral of of depression mm. and self doubt, self doubt, and I, I, lost my self worth and course. I lost my confidence of and, course. and I landed up in, in places where I wouldn't want to, anybody to land up. And that is why I say, you know, now, especially over the last 10, 15 years of my life, um, you know, that I've really wisened up and I, and I guess it's a late stage of your life to wisen up, but believe me, no, when no. you've been in a comfort zone Absolutely. and you yeah. think everything, you know, the world is just, you know, it's all, all, all uh, uh, um, in Afrikaans, I say, Monska Mm. Well, it isn't. It really isn't. It is extremely hard. And, uh, you know, when you're raising a family and you've got these young children that are looking up to you and they have an expectation and then you suddenly realize I made the biggest mistake of my life. Mm. I shouldn't have left that job. I should have rather have stayed and been happy with what I've got. But you know, there's, there's this inner voice that keeps telling you, "There's more out there. There's more out there. Go and find it." And you tend to allow that to over, over, override, and overrule the the head, and you're thinking with your heart. And I think that's the biggest mistake I made. I was thinking with my heart, and I was, oh, you know, I want to do this. I want to. So, uh, w-
1: women. Mm. At a certain age, what, what advice are you, are, are you giving to us from this story, Charlotte?
0: I'm giving you, the advice I'm giving you is never ever make a decision based on just a dream or just a vision. Uh, the, the, the advice I want to give you is make 100% sure that you are, and this is unfortunately the, 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 the one and only thing that I can really um, uh, um, base it on. Is that you have to be financially sound Because everything And, and it is we, we know this Money is what makes the world go round and, and it's, what, it's what, put food, what puts food on the table and, and if you're not in that position Don't dare go out there And even try it on your own and- Do it in a way that You can ease yourself out of a Possibly secured job Ease yourself out I know that there's a very strict um, corporate governance and in business you can't be running a business on the sideline. But all I'm saying is that until you are 100% sure that you've got the investors, mm. you've got the backing, you've got everything that is going to be required of you emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. That's, and spiritually, that's when you do it. Because that's when you are, you have that, you've got the energy then. Because the minute you are, your energy gets tapped because of emotional trauma, financial difficulties, um, personal difficulties or challenges as a result of the decision and choice that you've made, you know, it, 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 you actually fall to the ground. And that's what happened to me. And, um, I, I, it wasn't a good time in my life. Um, uh, I could see a lot of my family were very affected by it mm-hmm. because, you know, they obviously. Uh, in fact, a lot of my friends which were shocked. They thought, you know, here's a strong woman. Mm. I mean, um, I, I was portrayed this very strong and confident woman. Um, yes, I, I possibly was, but I I didn't realize the implication mm. of taking that step out, and I put my family through a lot of a lot of trauma as a re- result of it. My children were still very young. I lost my car. I couldn't drive myself mm. to work. Um, you know, and it really I was totally deflated. Um, what and how I got out of it—that's the next question. How do you get yourself uh, of out of it? Of course, it is by the grace of God. That's all I can say. By the grace of God. And uh, you know, if I look back now and I say, "Gosh, I, I, I wish I'd only been more cautious about things," and that's what I'm—I'm I'm hoping to be able to—to—to to, to do in in, in in what I'm, you know, sharing with you today mm. and with anybody outside of this uh, this uh, forum—is just to say, just caution yourself.
1: You know what you know. it's 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 so relevant what you're saying, because you know as women we've got the roles of wife, mother, granddaughter, and list goes on, and we find ourselves wanting to define ourselves. And create our own dreams and aspirations And that might and usually does Happen later on in life So these decisions yes with all that Family package with it but also still Wanting to be an individual Especially with the t- tough economic Times that we're living as Entrepreneurs right now Guide us into uh, Pieces Or mentors that helped you Get yourself out of the gutter Where did you turn to where did you go Oh where can we go?
0: <laughs> well hmm. I was in my own in in my own situation hmm. again my family rallied around me. Um I got and, and strangely enough, it was one of my nephews who is, um, a wonderful, in fact, all my nephews are wonderful. So I can't say one is, is, is more wonderful than the other. But what happened in this particular instance is because I was in such a, de- a severe depression as a result of the choice and choices I made and the results, um, because of it, you know, is that he was talking to me, um, and, 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 re- and referring to the basics, just just get back to the basics, get to just the get basics. back to the basics. I blood, I and I mean, be. I remember sitting in a car, absolutely distraught one day, and I felt as though, you know, there was just nothing left to, to, to really live for virtually. And I remember him saying, just get back to the basics, get back to the basics. And I kept re- repeating that to myself, just get back to the basics. So when when I share or when I mentor I mentor on the basis of what I experienced, and then I would definitely want the person to be absolutely ready. Just be ready in yourself as a as a person, as a woman, where you are in your life, what your circumstances are, and um, you know that that is my best advice. There's so many mentors out there. I mean. I'm surrounding myself with them every single day. What for you defines a mentor? Well, it's somebody that that gives great advice. Not good, but great advice. That is a good mentor. That is a great mentor. And that is exactly what, what a mentor should be doing. He shouldn't be telling you exactly how to do it. But what he should be or she should be doing. And in my case, it's a she and a he. Cause my husband's my yeah, too. I've got a, I've got an incredible husband. I've had two amazing men in my life and my first husband and I unfortunately got to a stage where, where it just wasn't the right thing anymore. And um, we parted ways, but he was a great man. He was a great father to my children. Um, he, he had really a warm heart, but unfortunately, you know, circumstances drove, drove him to make certain decisions and, and, and he took a different path. Then I got remarried 16 years ago to another great man and this great man has every single day since I met him and, and, and up until today, he is my sounding block. He's, 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 you know, he sees the wood, if they say the wood from the leaves or leaves <laughs> from the wood or whatever the case <laughs> might be. Me, yeah. He is just one of those realists. He's a realist. He he can't.
1: Doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't beat around the bush. And
0: I think that is what one needs. That's what one needs. And and that's why I say your relation and getting back to who's your mentors, who've you got good relationships with, who are the people that really have enriched your life. Mm. So it can be from your mother to your father to your and, brothers, per- and personal development is so... In- oh, it's, absolutely. It's, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. you know. It's, it's self-development. You've got, to, you've got to get to that place where, where you are... Self-aware, mindful.
1: Absolutely. I hear. Let's absolutely. talk about women of stature. After a career spanning
0: almost over 40 years. Correct. How did this come about? Well, going back to my mother again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. She was 65 at the time, and I was in my 30s. And, uh, you know, it, it, it hits hard when, yeah. when suddenly you've been told your mother's got breast cancer. And, and the unfortunate scenario is that in those days, and that's going back mm. uh, a number of years, mm. there was very little done for the woman to really... Um, almost, she's not given time to even absorb the mm-hmm. fact that she's been diagnosed and she was like, literally within 24, 48 hours, um, she was in hospital and, and, and her breast was removed. So it was that trauma, trauma that we were all like land, like facing as. Gobsmacked. Wow. Yeah. The, Sorry ba- about that, the, yeah. the, basic, the basic fundamentals mentals of it was that I decided I've got to do something that um, is in, 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 in respect of my mother. So I started getting very involved in the Cancer Association yes. and I started raising funds. Yes. And the way that I then started to do it was to mobilize women to actually start raising funds with me. And then we would have a, 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 um, an, a an honorary gala dinner mm. where we honoured these women, recognised them for the funds raised, mm. and through that there was a whole upliftment program that, that that just organically happened. And I saw these women being transformed. I mean, women that wouldn't generally be on stage or want to be in the front, thing. and and mm. I mean, I just saw this was all happening, and I and, and that really left me th- realizing that. You know, it's not about the funds that we're raising now. It's more about what is this doing for this particular woman and how has it helped her to actually see more in herself than what she believed or believe more in herself than what she did. Then, um, so I had my very first Woman of the Year Awards was actually in in, in, in 2001. Mm. Then, you know, uh, life happened. Mm -hmm. And in 2013, I decided to consciously start a movement an organization that was going to become relevant and that all my years of experience because I was in beauty pageants and I was you know, I, we, we, we know, know. <laughs> we know. You <laughs> did a bit, bit of universe, research.
1: <laughs> all of that, all the good stuff. Yeah. So,
0: you know, the, the that obviously stuff. with all of that comes yeah. that experience and, and the network and the network. So yeah. in, in 2013, um, April of 2013, I decided to make this official and I actually launched it. And so Woman of Substance was born and Woman of Substance was the brand that I carried through until the end of 2015. And then and I say, you know, it's it all happens for a good reason. Correct. There was another organization called the African Women Chartered Accountants mm. who were running a annual Woman of Substance Awards. Okay. And they came to you know, they became aware of me and mm. they were saying, Uh uh-uh, uh, wait a minute, that name belongs to us And I said, Oh, but I you know, I've been using no, 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 can't do. We've trademarked it. But you know what? Out of it came great stuff, absolutely great stuff. And these are business
1: women all across across all sectors, all sectors, all sectors. And we, when we talk about the five pillars of empowerment, what yeah. is that?
0: What does that mean to you? The five pillars of empowerment is business. a it is a self development tool, mm. which then takes you through that that entire um, experience of being really aware of who you are Mm. and what it is that makes you the woman you are today. Okay. So it it starts with self, Mm. self discovery, self development. Wonderful. Eventually it runs itself through right to the business side of it. So the five pillars are in fact made up of those very fundamental elements, key elements that will take a woman from a place Mm. To elevate her, mm. to skill her, to educate her, to develop her into, and transform her into a woman who could quite possibly be running her own mm-hmm. business one day.
1: What do you think are the three characteristics that lead to businesswomen being successful in whatever uh, industry they find themselves? What do you see in these women that are winners of these specific categories?
0: What is it that sticks out for you? Well, first of all, they don't lose sight of the fact that they are a woman. Never 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 lose that yeah. you don't have to be a, a, a yeah. man in a man's world yeah. you can be a woman in a man 's world yeah. and women that are very successful in business and these type these women the, the the nominees in the particular categories these are women who are so comfortable in their own skins they are pure women they can stand up on any platform and they can be challenged by any man and they would be able to stand the grand man if I can say that as much mm-hmm. as much as that but these are, this is what makes a strong woman is always remain true to who you are mm-hmm. never lose your authenticity never lose the fact that you are a woman that you have been you know that, that that you you carry the attributes mm. of a beautiful woman inside and out mm. and um and that i think is for me is the the uh almost like the benchmark that has been set in my life okay. and uh that's that's the that to okay. me is important and then the other two characteristics attitude attitude yeah attitude is very important, is what is your attitude towards life? What is your attitude towards the people closest to you and then the people that you surround yourself with? But attitude is what makes or breaks a person. And, you know, I've I've been through it as a business owner and uh, have interviewed several people in my business, for my business. And the one thing that I always look for is, what is this person's attitude? And what is their attitude once they have started in the position that they have been pl- employed in? And does that attitude change? Nice. So, so attitude is definitely something that is, is, is critical to success in life as well as in business. Number three. Well, there's, there's actually more than three, but I can bring say. Bring it, bring it. All right. Um, there's got to be passion. Yeah. You've got to have passion for what you do. Now we passion, hear it a lot these days, yeah. hey, Charlotte. But passion, you know, passion wow. is a is, is, is oh, yeah, it's almost so a bit of generalisation because what is passion? And I, I actually had the most incredible um, speaker at an event, a mm-hmm. uh, woman's event actually, and she speaks about uh, passion. And where does passion actually come from? Passion is something that is actually uh, is is in your. Um, Makeup in your body, in your in your uh, um, in your anatomy, if I can call your it your DNA. That. Your DNA is there's passion, and that passion is triggered by certain mm. um, reactions to 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 things mm. that are that you are busy with. So, mm. passion is absolutely a necessity because when you get up in the morning. You need to be passionate about, about what, what your day is going what, to bring. What's making you get up out exactly. of bed. I know. So there's, there's the love of, there's, there's a passionate side for love, mm. and there's a passionate side for what it is that really makes me feel alive. Alive. I love that. <laughs> um, last one. Is there one more? I think you need to have empathy as well. You know, empathy is, 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 is mm. something that it's not sympathy. You're not feeling sorry for scenarios But you're feeling you have been there You've done it You've experienced it That's in my particular personal case I can say there's certain things that I've done And it's happened to me That therefore I've got empathy with people So you have to be empathetic in business, especially because you're dealing with people's lives as well. You know, you're be dealing with people's emotions. So when you are in a business and you, we're talking future CEOs here. So these are people that have already, you know, they've, they, they, they wa- they're moving into a space where they're going to have teams, people and, un- you know, they're managing. obviously managing people. Yes, yes. So there is a definite empathetic, uh, side to you that you need to also understand how to be empathetic.
1: You're such a busy woman. Do you have time to read a good book? Anything that you can suggest that we read? what I can. Yes, please do. You know (laughs) what? We've got such a vast array of business uh, books to read. What is a book that you read which
0: tells it like it is? Well, I'm actually, I can tell you now that there's a book that I'm I'm reading at the moment. Tell us. (laughs) And it's called What in the World? Are you waiting for? Oh my, I love it, Charlotte. Angelique de Toy. Now, for me, that really sure. says it all. That says it all. It says it all. Because taking, taking yourself in that, putting yourself in that place and saying, you know, what is this world that I'm in? What is it doing for me? And what can I do to make this world a better place? But is it, is it the what the current circumstances? Is that what we that is that our driving force? Mm. But yes, I can certainly say if you haven't read it, go out and get it.
1: Okay, as we wrap up your half hour, Charlotte Duplessis, you know what the the, the women who finally do when and not that not all of them are great from the nominees to the winners of the Women of Stature. But what do you see? has changed from a nominee to a winner when it comes to their potential as
0: business women in their own rights well just just on a quick note there mm. there are seven categories and they are from community yes through to, um, entrepreneur as well as business. Yes. So there are the four categories in business, which is, um, healthcare, yes. education, yes. finance and media. Yes. And then we have a youth ambassador category for young women between the age of 17 and 25. Yes. What defines these women? Well, quite simply that these are women that obviously have Really stood out in their field of expertise yes. in what they are doing from a community aspect through to, through to entrepreneur as well as business. So the nominations that have come through over the past months. I mean, these are extraordinary women. They are women that actually fly under the radar. Ooh. And this is what we look for. You look for these women that are flying under the radar who don't necessarily step out. Um, and tell the world exactly what they're doing. And hopefully through this platform that I've created, and this is my fifth year that I'm doing it officially, I hoped again to be able to just take these women and just give them to the world and say, look at what South African women are doing, because this is a South African um, uh, awards. And it's national. So we've got women from all different parts of South Africa. So it's really, these are incredible women. I mean, I, I came from a, a, a session this morning uh, where I had a few of the nominees that were being introduced to my network. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we were all like absolutely blown, blown away. Blown yeah. away. So that's what
1: the awards is all about. Last question, and I wish I had you for longer, but I'll definitely find a way to attend that event of yours. I will find a way. <laughs> right. um, looking back at your wonderful. Um, career with its highs, with its lows, with its ebbs and its um, rivers and valleys. But here, t- here you are today with me in studio, looking in the mirror at the 21 year old Charlotte
0: Duplessis. What advice would you give to yourself about your future? Education, education, education. That's what I can say. You, 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 you can never know it all. And at 21, I was married. I got married just short of my twenty first birthday. Um, I believed that I knew enough to to conquer the world and um I realize now that education is the most important um to because that knowledge nobody can take that away from you so that is my 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 closing words to you. Is to say every woman needs to be very educated. Today we're up against an incredibly competitive world and knowledge is power.
1: That was Charlotte Duplessis, founder and managing director of Women of Stature, and she's telling you, future CEOs, ask yourself this what in the world are you waiting for?
0: Future CEOs on Cliffcentral.com